When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You like that? You yeah, you know, we like making predictions on this show and holding each other accountable, unlike all the other imitators out there who just uh, make predictions and hope that you forget about whether they were right or wrong. We'll get to it here shortly. But this is Purple Daily, daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a dang Super Bowl before we die. And they're kind of limping to the finish line here a little bit with injuries and ass kickings. But they are guaranteed a home playoff game. And we can talk about sort of the the path ahead once we get done with our predictions, boys. But let's start with a shout out. Our friends at TCL. Uh, TCL, who's been a supporter of us here for a number of years on Purple Daily and Score North, we appreciate all of you sending us pictures of your TCL TVs. Uh, it helps us. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances, and backup centers. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. Um, pour one out for Austin Schlotman's leg. <laughs> Brian O'Neill as well. How, and how Brian about O'Neill's that? Calf. Yeah. You know what? And if we're going to pour one, one out, there's no question. It's going to be from our friends at Surly Brewing who give us so many great choices. I'll be shuffling tonight and I'll come inside and I'll say, you know what? I'm thirsty. It's time to watch some sports and I will pour one out then. It'll probably be a furious, but who knows? It could be a before I die or any one of the other numerous fantastic beers that I drink and that so many of the people that we appreciate in the pd family drink in fact as always if you are sipping on us early show us your cans at jay zolgat on twitter or at score north surly brewing a proud sponsor of this show and we appreciate all they do for purple daily yes we think they're proud anyways all right let's get to it here dex write that down most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong yeah that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right, boys. Here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Speaky track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our friend Matt Anderson, host of the Vikings Happy Hour podcast under the Climbing the Pocket 
umbrella. He's going to join us here shortly. Uh, you can send us a message through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled sometime for early 2023. We take the Write That Down season up to the Super Bowl, so there's still about a month and change left in the 2022 Purple Daily Write That Down season. And we have a lot of drama because it's a very close race, just fractions of percentage points separating the three of us in the completion percentage battle and the touchdown battle also rages on. But let's get to the accountability session first here, starting with Judd. Not a bad week for Judd here. Look at this. Look at this guy. The fourth quarter Pharaoh. Oh, wave the flag for me. I'm going to wave the flag for myself. Who needs the Vikings? Who's better late in the game? Judd Zolgat or Kirk Cousins, the late game luminary? We'll start with the bad. You did say the Vikings would beat the Packers and finish with the number two seed in the NFC. But then you made up for it by saying Nick Mullins would throw at least one touchdown pass in the regular season. You said that before the season started. Nice job. I think this is a touchdown. You said this also at the beginning of the season, that the Bears would win four games or fewer in 2022. Their over-under largely was like six and a half. So... And at one point in time, I think they were playing actually halfway decent football. Were they two and Weren't one? They, like, they were definitely two and one. Or they maybe then traded one. at least one or two more guys and said, "We ain't gonna win these." Get games. some starters out of yeah. here. We can't do this. We want to tank. <laughs> uh, and then you said Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter will combine for eighteen or more sacks in two thousand twenty-two. They I'll did. Take, I'll take this. I get Zadarius back to playing well. He's been. He has been. Zadarius is. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's a lot left in the tank right now. Yeah, maybe they just kind of squeezed the last bit of toothpaste out of the tube there. Back problem, man. That was, that's tough. And knees. He's just, yeah. yeah. It's tough. Take, mm. Takes a toll. Um, mixed week for old Macadac here. Yeah. I said KJ Osborne would score at least one touchdown and have at least one catch of 25 yards or more against the Packers. He hit the touchdown, but his long catch was only 16 yards. <sighs> kind of a bad beat there. I said the Vikings will intercept or strip sack Rodgers at least twice, and he'll be caught on camera chirping at one of his teammates after one of those instances. <laughs> he did roll his eyes a couple times, but this was wrong. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah. Not a meltdown. I said the Packers would beat the Dolphins, but lose to the Vikings. I got half that right. They did beat the Dolphins. Uh, however, however. I told you guys before the year, Daniel Hunter, having only played seven games in the previous two seasons, would play at least 16 regular season That's games a, yes. for the Vikings. Well, touchdown pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive that you got that. It's more impressive that he has played as much as he has played this yeah. year, too, right? Yeah, good for him. And then I thought this one was uh, long gone, but we kept it on the board until the season was over. I said the Vikings, I said this... <laughs> I said this like in March. <laughs> I said the Vikings would sign a free agent center who wasn't on the team in 2021. It took him until week 18 to sign Greg Mance to the active roster. Let's go. Greg I was, Mance. I was supposed to be J.C. Treader. You were so sure they were going to sign J.C. Treader. You just backed into that. It's beautiful. This, oh is, uh, this is how you play the game. It's all about, about the, the game. game and how you play it. All right, the listeners holy had a holy. ton of things come off the board here. <laughs> I can yeah, I'll full read screen that. that a little bit. Nice. Yeah. 
I'm not going to give you buzzers on all these because there's literally like 10 of them. So we'll just start with, we'll give you buzzers after every three. Bill said the Vikings would beat the Packers in Green Bay and and uh, they'd throw for at least two touchdowns in 290. Bill said Judd will use the word justification at least once sometime in the last week. I didn't well, hear I, you I say justification. Unless someone I like else, that. Yeah. I do like that word. You do. Almost as much like as kumbaya Doogie. with Doogie. You guys, you guys, in fact, I should just make that prediction. Like you, you guys with Doogie say kumbaya at least once per scoop session. All three of them. Oh, Doogie, Doogie loves that yeah. term. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we get, we, Judd and I once got called into the office by an old boss for using the word culture too many times in a four hour show. It's mostly me. I think I hit like 80% of the cultures. Judd hit like 20. We literally got yelled at for overusing the word culture one That's time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dustin said, "Cousins will have a grill and chains on the plane ride home from oh, Green Bay." I love the prediction. Nope. Chains on his tires, maybe. <laughs> and then Dustin also said the Vikings would go five and one the rest of the season, starting with the Jets game. But they also lost. To, they lost to the Lions and they lost to the to the Pack. Jordan said the Vikings would go five and one in the division. They can't. Chris said Bradbury would start. 15 games or more at center. Uh, Injuries, man. Arslan said Kirk would have 4,500 yards, which he still could, and a 5-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. Mm. What's 14 times 5? I don't know. 42, 56, 60? Sure. I think it's 60. So he would need... 70. 70. He did like forty touchdown passes against the against the Bears. The Bears so gonna, are really bad. I'm gonna go ahead and take this one off the board. Unless he throws more interceptions, then he need more touchdowns. Um, Valentin said, "Hangman Adam Page of AEW will oh. have more wins in Jacksonville in 2022 than the Jaguars will have at home." Uh, we did tally a win at Revolution yeah. in Jacksonville. The Jags have a handful of wins in Jacksonville this year, so I, if if Valentine, if you can prove this that it was correct, we'll give it to you. But love me some Adam Hagman page, and hopefully he's getting back to AW soon. And love the spirit of this prediction, but yeah, I, I don't think he, I think he underestimated Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence in twenty twenty two. Micah did make up for it. I think this is a touchdown here. It's a parlay. He said by the end of the two thousand twenty two season, Dalvin will be a top three all time Vikings rusher. He is. Kirk Cousins, a top three Vikings passer, and Justin Jefferson will break the Vikings single season oh, receiving yeah. record. Yeah. Oh, all of which. That's a grand slam home run right there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Declan, you had two things come off the board here. You said Hawkinson and Jefferson will combine for at least 25 targets against the Packers. Nope. No. And Joseph would hit a go ahead field goal in the fourth quarter or OT that puts the Vikings up mm-hmm. for good. In that game. It didn't happen. Did not happen. So with that, Judd Zolgad has moved into the lead here. Look at this. this. 36.7% completions. Ahead of Declan's 35.5. Ahead of my 34.5. I still have a touchdown lead with 16 touchdowns to Declan's 14 to Judd's 9 to the listeners. 8. So a lot of things could happen here in the next month in this right that down. I need that 10th touchdown. I got to have at least 10, right? 
Yeah, you're a little little check downy uh, we'll check this down. season. I feel like ten. I feel like ten. I'm I'm solid. A little check nine. You're kind of the Alex Smith. Kind of the Alex Smith. I'm the I'm the Joe Burrow here. Bunch of touchdowns. Declan's the Josh Allen. And you're fine. You're you're Alex. Oh, Smith. so I'm in first place do. in completion percentage, and I'm and, yep. and I'm I'd Alex like to Smith. be Joe Burrow in this scenario. Phil, you can be Josh Allen if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, let's get uh, let's get the the Patrick Mahomes in here. His name is Matt Anderson. He's the host of the Vikings Happy Hour podcast every week, uh, climbing the pocket, and he is a friend of the show with predictions in the bag ready to be made here. <laughs> What's going on, Matt? Well, I uh, I'm honored to be called Patrick Mahomes right off the rip. That's a that's a or pretty maybe it's high the standard. Fourth, the fourth quarter Kirk Cousins is what you are. Either way, I'll take it. Holy cow. Thanks for having me on, guys. High Matt, right tell there. our audience what uh, what are your roots as a Vikings fan? When did you first become a tortured Vikings fan? Oh man, so I probably it's probably ninety eight was like the real season that I fell in love with it. My grandpa had season tickets, uh, so we'd go to games, you know, all growing up, and the heartbreak just started then, right? Uh, ninety eight and onward, uh, I've become more of a pessimist as as the years go on, but uh, yeah, I still find joy in it. Gravitating toward uh, the Judd Zolgad style. Joy, joy and pain, Matt, is a great thing. <laughs> joy and pain. You just have so, to laugh sometimes. So we'll start with Matt. We'll go around the room a few times here. Three predictions from everybody. Matt, Judd, Declan, to me. And uh, Matt, you're under center here, or under shotgun, however you want to take your first snap. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so I thought long and hard about this one uh, yesterday. And I think I'm going to go with the Vikings will actually extend Garrett Bradbury this offseason. Mm. and uh it's actually quite a large contract i I saw the the market value is like four years 47 million which is a lot um but with no second round pick and a lot of other holes kind of on the team i think they just they bite the bullet there and 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 keep them Mm. and they do have the luxury at least if if you just look at the offense they they could say bye to dalvin there's a bunch of roster moves they could make they have a rookie scale contract right guard who's been terrible, but he is their starting right guard. They have a rookie skill contract, left tackle and left guard, at least for now. Mm-hmm. So you could afford to pay. I think the question is, do you believe the back injury is going to be fixed? And do you believe that his pop-up season is sustainable compared to the first three seasons in which he was garbage? But to your point, it's not like they have a bunch of great options staring them in the face at center as it stands right now. Yeah, there's not a lot of good free agent centers out there either. No, but but he scares me with security. Like, that scares me. I feel like part of the pop-up has been, okay, it's go time now. And he's like, yeah, it's go time. Four years, it's going to be a lot of comfort right there. Yeah, so a lot of uh, a lot of discussions like that to be had. And we should throw a, a plug out, too, because we actually love the offseason on Purple Daily. We hope that it doesn't happen too soon, but... This is the this right here is the type of speculation you're going to get on a daily basis <laughs> yeah, right. on on Purple Daily. Uh, okay, Judd, what's your first prediction? All right, Phil, I'm going to go against what you said um, on M and J's. Write that down. The traditional, the old school. Write that down earlier. The Packers will beat the Lions on Sunday night to clinch a playoff spot. So Green Bay is going to beat Detroit at Lambeau Field on Sunday night to clinch a playoff spot. So so that's the Sunday night game, right? Yeah. Um, if the if the Seahawks win, doesn't that eliminate the Lions? Correct. Yeah. Which would yep. make that game. I, I'm trying to think of, was there a better option for NBC for yeah. a Sunday night game? A lot of people think the NFL schedule makers are 
favoring the Packers and willing the Packers into the playoff picture. Um, there's a bunch of posts on that. I kind of don't buy into that, but yeah, I think there was some better options there. I mean, it would be a blast if, if that game was like both those teams fighting to get in. But then again, if it's just like Aaron Rodgers against prideful Dan Campbell, I'd still watch that on Sunday night yeah. to make that happen. Okay. All right, Dex. All right, I'm going to give you NFC seeding parlay. I'm going to give you each seeds parlay here. So wow. the only locked in ones are the Giants at six and the Bucks at four. Everything else um, up for grabs, if you will, going into the last week of the season. So NFC seeding parlay one through seven. Write this down. The Eagles will be one. The Niners will be two. The Vikings will be three. Bucks are obviously locked in at four. Cowboys five. Giants six. Packers seven. Okay, cool. So Pat, so it's it's a. Is this a touchdown? I mean, it would it would. Yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah, it is a touchdown. I, I think it's it's borderline, but I think it is because he's he's putting the Packers in the playoffs, along with the rest and, of and other things have to happen I mean, that are the, likely. If but, the Eagles lose, I don't think they'll lose the Giants since the Giants also have nothing to play for. But if they lost, right. if Gardner tanks and loses that game, the Cowboys win. All of a sudden, the Cowboys are the one seed, and the Eagles are a wild card team after looking yeah, like the number one team all year. Is Gardner playing, or is Hurts coming back for I, that game? Do we know, know yet? I don't know. It's a mystery. I've heard Eagles daily. Conflicting things know. about it. From your sources? Or? My sources tell me <laughs> what I'm being told, or Susie. All right, here's my first prediction. It's a Jim. I feel so guilty because I wanted to make this last week. I literally had it in my notes and just forgot to make this prediction. Mm. You feel guilty now, or stupid? Stupid and okay. guilty. And like it's Don't a missed opportunity. I was going to predict last week that Jim Harbaugh before I was going to predict this before uh, he played yeah. in the college football playoff. Yeah. But it doesn't matter now. Yeah. I was going to predict was this get... in July and I'm not even going to add a fourth <laughs> prediction to write that down <laughs> you going forward. <laughs> I was going to tell you that Jim Harbaugh will get an NFL coaching job before April 1st. And okay. now it's like, now there's a report that he's already like talking to. It's, it's the Carolina. annual Jim Harbaugh Carolina. bat signal, right? Carolina, he's Denver like, has reached out, I think. He, yeah. Yeah. He talked to, he talked to the guy that owns the Panthers yesterday. Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. David Tepper. Yeah. He's Indianapolis like, makes sense. He was the Colts quarterback. It's uh you know. Yes. So I will say that Jim Harbaugh will get an NFL coaching job before April 1st. Write it down. He's the best, man. He just Every year he just like, uh, I love a Michigan man. Love me wearing cleats to the airport with his Michigan hat on his way to go interview with the Vikings for 12 hours. Write that down. All right, back to Matt Anderson. Yeah, I have Justin Jefferson will break the record for receptions in a single playoff game. Oh. Ooh, what is the record? It's 15 by James White in that Super Bowl comeback. Um, I'm assuming we'll play oh. the Giants, and Jefferson had 12 versus them in the regular yeah. season. So so he needs 16 catches against James the Giants. White. Or if they, had, if they advanced to the second round, he would get another, another yeah, chance. that's true. Interesting. James just, White had 15 catches against the Falcons. Bunch of Brady just checking it yeah, down. Checking down like crazy. <laughs> checking it down. What a coward. <laughs> The checkdown. He kind of is the checkdown master, but he's the greatest checkdown quarterback to ever check it down. I like that prediction. All right, Jeb, what's your second prediction? Kirk Cousins will start Sunday's game against the Bears at Soldier Field, but he will not finish it. So Kirk Cousins will get the start, but he will not be the quarterback at the end. Okay. I think that check they're gonna down. 
I think they're going to take him out at some point. Yeah, oh, you know guy, what? Guy gets a completion percentage. You see that completion percentage? You see that completion percentage? I want to keep that up, okay? Guy gets a completion I keep percentage that up. lead. I want to keep that up, and Kirk Cousins, he's going to start, but he won't finish. All right, over to Declan. All right, similar prediction for me, but I'll say this. Nick Mullins accounts for at least two touchdowns against the Bears. Ooh. Nick Mullins. See, that's how you that's how you take a chance. Don't right tell there. don't mm-hmm. tell me what to do. Don't he tell me made, how to take a chance. He just made the same prediction you did, but put some flair on it. Right? Yeah. He just you know what? like a little flea flicker. Right now, it's not the time for flair. I'm taking the flare off a Judd, little bit right now. We need to talk about your flair. Summertime. Summertime is the time for flair. <laughs> <laughs> write this down. All right, write this down. Jalen Naylor, his his garbage time performance was not a fluke last week. He was a big play receiver in college. Jalen Naylor will have a 40-yard play or more in this game against the Bears. A 40-yard play or more. I don't know. Maybe it's like it. maybe it's a run play or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's something creative. Maybe it's just a deep pass from Nick Mullins. Maybe Kirk Cousins finds a deep threat receiver on the opposite side of Justin Jefferson. Because we know it's not Adam Thielen. R.I.P. to to prime Adam Thielen, uh, a forty yard player more from Jalen Naylor is my prediction. I like it. Write this down. Okay. All right, Matt. What is your third and final? Uh, I'm going to go with Greg Joseph. Will not miss another field goal for the rest of this season, including postseason. In, 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 including postseason. Okay. A guy that fell in love with this franchise in 1998. At which their heart was ripped out by a missed field goal is predicting field goal excellence. Yes. Yes. Other things can God can bless fail. you, Matt. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, right? God bless you. What I'm is hoping your, that's my layup. What is your so you and Declan both have this sort of weird faith in, in Greg Joseph that Judd and I are skeptical of. What gives you what gives you that faith? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just trying to to speak it into existence. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with it. So if I if I just pretend it's going to happen, then we're, we're good to go. That's what it is. Well, Matt, we appreciate you coming on. And by the way, people, uh, if you aren't already listening to or following uh, Climb the Pocket, uh, Climb underscore the Pocket on Twitter, and listening to the Vikings Happy Hour podcast hosted by Matt, you should check that out uh, wherever you find podcasts. I know you guys have a YouTube channel as well, Climb the Pocket YouTube channel, but since you've got this life-changing platform here on Write That Down, is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this uh, pinnacle moment? Oh, my gosh. There's a there's a ton of people. Um, this past year has been been crazy, so a huge thanks to, you know, Tyler, Tyler Fornis, who just helped me out with uh, getting a gig at the Vikings Wire. Um, you tomorrow. guys and uh, people at Daily Norseman. It's, I'm excited for this next year, guys, so I appreciate uh, the opportunity to hop on. Awesome. Matt oh, yeah, Anderson. Matt. Thanks, Talk guys. Soon, Beers soon. Friend of the show. See you, Matt. Uh, all right, Judd, before we get to your third and final prediction, let's shout out a new partner of ours here on Purple Daily. And we already we got an email that a bunch of you guys already <laughs> stepped up and have supported this sponsor, Popped Corn, which you can also find inside U.S. Bank Stadium, Dex. Yeah, you can find it at U.S. Bank Stadium, which is great. You, uh, and that's in sections 124 on the lower level, maybe section 315 on the upper level. So a couple locations. They're located in Minnetonka here uh, in the Twin Cities. You can stop in and go see them. Or if you're one of our Purple Daily audience members who lives outside the state of Minnesota, you can go online and order that great Vikings tin. So it's a three-gallon tin that you can fill up with a bunch of different flavors of popcorn. There's a ton of flavors. There's the baseball mix, Judd. Judd loves him some baseball mix popcorn. Uh, you can you know you can go with even some ranch popcorn, salt and vinegar popcorn. 
root beer flavored popcorn. I said that right. Root beer flavored popcorn. Plenty of options at popcorn. And when you're checking out there too online, mention that you heard this on Purple Daily. Yeah, go buy that Vikings tin and go check out popcorn, one of the best snacks around. Go check out popcorn and popcorn.com. Also, this might be interesting for uh, for Purple fans outstate, up near Duluth, up anywhere up along 35W. Uh, there's a new project called the Northern Lights Express, which is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth and even goes down to the airport. Four round trips each day with stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, Superior, Wisconsin, uh, Minneapolis, the Target Field Station, etc. And... Um, this thing is ready to rock and roll as long as they get a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. And so uh, if you're interested in finding out more about how this could be a really convenient way for you to travel up and down the 35W area, northernlightsexpress.org, northernlightsexpress.org. The convenience of not having to spend money on gas, not having right. to maybe brave some bad weather on 35W. If you maybe want to get a couple drinks in you and you don't want to worry about driving, going to a game, so many reasons why this could be uh, an excellent and convenient thing. Northernlightsexpress.org. And stay tuned after the podcast. And uh, I'll be joined by Minneapolis City Council member Andrew Johnson and the mayor of Superior, Wisconsin, Jim Payne, to talk more about this project. All right, Joe, what's your third and final prediction? My third and final prediction um, is about a coach who turned out on Sunday didn't realize that his team could be eliminated from the playoffs, and in fact, they were. Ron Rivera won't be the coach of the Washington Commanders after this season. Ron Rivera won't be the coach. When when you don't know that your own team could be eliminated, um, they can't find a quarterback. I don't think he's the right guy to develop one. You know, he's got crusty old Jack. Del Rio as his DC. Um, I think that coaching staff gets blown out. And I think Ron Rivera strikes me as a really good guy. Like he's a really good he dude. Seems like a good guy. Yes. But um, I think that's I think it's passed him by. And they're I going think. back to Heineke this week after going back well, to Wentz. Kind of, well, Wentz is terrible. Wentz I, th- there will be no defense of of Carson yeah. Wentz, but from uh, coming out of my mouth, as long as I'm living on this earth. But yeah. why would you start him? Yeah. Like what? It's very strange. I mean, Taylor's not great, but Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz is cooked. He's awful. There's nothing left there. I don't know if it started with with the uh, with the torn ACL that he suffered in Philly or what, but there's nothing left. Yeah, dude, he's terrible. Yeah, that's a weird Definitely vibe. Right. It's, it, it just and you can just tell teammates don't really like Carson Wentz. That's no. why he keeps bouncing around to different locker it's rooms not, and stuff. It, it's just not working. Super weird, man. I would still roll with Ron Rivera as like a defensive coordinator. I think I think he brings a lot of value to the room, but it and I would also defend him by saying I don't know how many coaches period could survive in that no. chaos terrible oh, yeah. organization. Yeah. So you know he might get another shot at some point. If you're looking to sort of stabilize the situation, you could do worse than Ron Rivera. But him as a defensive coordinator and a culture guy, maybe if he gets fired, uh, what's his? When's the last time he was a coordinator? Years ago, I think with the Chargers. I think he went from the Chargers. I think he might have been the DC there to the Panthers job. Mm, I would, and then he pretty much went from the Panthers head coaching job right to the Washington job. Yeah, so he him. was the ch- Chargers defensive coordinator from 08 through '10, and the, he was the Bears coordinator during the Urlacher when they went to the Super Bowl '04 through '06. That 
and then he yeah. became the linebackers coach in, in San Diego. Well, hmm. it's been a while since he's been a coordinator, but hmm. if you're looking for a new coordinator, it sounds like reckless may speculation. Be Thursday is butting up against. Write that down for purple failures. Maybe available. Reckless speculation. Huh? In fact. Yeah. Right after the season ends, one of the first episodes of Purple Daily we should do is here are five logical replacements for Ed Donatel. There you go. Because I don't think he's going to be around. I think much we could do that tomorrow and be, and be very comfortable. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, Declan, your final prediction. All right, so I was going to make a prediction on the over under of this game, and just three minutes ago, I, I think this might have affected it, but I'm, I'm refreshing Action Network like crazy. So they just ruled out Justin Fields. The Bears have just ruled out Justin Fields. He had an MRI tank fest. We do this not want to win. Yeah. Absolute tank fest. Uh, Courtney, what is happening? Courtney Cronin just tweeted out that per Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields um, came in on Monday with a sore hip. They sent him to get an MRI, and they revealed a strain, so he has been ruled out. <sighs> oh, Justin, you're, Justin, you're not hip. feeling well. <sighs> so I'll you say this. Unwell. I'm fine, coach. <laughs> no, you're not. According to Action Network, the over-under is still 46 points in this game. I will take the under on this all day. So Vikings Bears under 46 points uh, in this regular season finale. I think I'd be shocked if this gets to 40 points, but under, under 46 points in the Vikings Bears game. Who, sorry, who's starting at quarterback for the Bears? I have no idea. Who's the Bears? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Let's see, um, Let's see here. Uh, this is, I love the Bears, man. They're just flat out saying, we want that number one pick. Yeah, they and are not. And we don't want to. Justin Fields to get a torn Peterman. ACL that knocks him over next Nathan year. Peterman. Nathan, Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. Welcome or is it back. Trevor Simeon? Is it Trevor? Simeon started the other game. Peterman way. will start against the Vikings, <laughs> according to our friend CC. So. I love how they, if you have Nathan Peterman on your team, you have the tanking team's secret weapon, right? Was it that one game? Was it with Buffalo? He threw like five interceptions in the first half or something. Oh, it's great. Yes. He was to, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Nathan Peterman in his career has played in 12 NFL games. He has three touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and a passer rating of 32.2. Yeah. But don't forget, Phil, <laughs> teams don't tank. Teams don't. Nobody ever tanks. He's the secret weapon for tanking teams. Yes, exactly. I admire Ryan Poles for what he, the lengths that he's gone to to it's tank. It's genius he if traded, you're tanking. If you're tanking, it's genius. Right, but they started to play well, and he, he basically just traded two defensive guys immediately. Well, it's, it's the best tanking, too, because actually, I think Justin Fields still had a good amount of flash this year, too. So you're, you're tanking, yeah, I you're think losing, you have cap space, and you probably and figured promise. out your quarterback. Yes. Yep. It is, true. It, it, it is the best way to tank. And in some ways, if the Vikings, like, if the Vikings turn out to be a dud in the playoffs and then, like, try to run it back again and the Bears have a two-year head start, I will be a little bit jealous. But I'd rather be the Vikings in 2022 than the Bears. But the Bears are going to have the most cap space of any team. They're probably going to turn it around quickly. Fields so, is on his contract, his rookie contract, which you've talked yep. about. Yeah. Yep. So there, mm-hmm. there's something something to watch there in Chicago. But for now, you just have to treat them as a garbage team. Who's starting Nathan Peterman awesome. in this one? Okay. Well, I was going to predict. God, I had I had a Derek Carr prediction, but I can probably make that next week yeah. at this point. Thank it. Make sure you write it down and you don't forget it. Jim Harbaugh. You don't want to lose that one like uh-huh. last week. Oh, wow. That was a cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. 
That's the, legit. The Vikings are going to go into this this game with three quarterbacks better than Peterman. Is this is this a home run or a touchdown? I think the Vikings defense is going to hold the Bears. Well, they're going to hold the Bears to single digits. Okay. Is that a touchdown? Not with Nathan Peterman. Not with Nathan starting. Peterman. Have have Do I have the balls to say shutout with this defense? I would the s- worst defense in the league against the worst quarterback as, in the league. As Something's got to give. As a singular prediction, I think the only way to get a touchdown is shutout. Okay. Okay. Let's say this. Vikings defense holds the Bears to single digits okay. and forces at least three turnovers. You can tell me, be honest. If it's not a, if it's, I mean, it's close. It's close again. Oh, it's, you want to add one more? I'm Peter, add one more thing. Okay, okay. Yes. Yes. I'd be more comfortable with that. And uh, oh my god. Okay. TV race is legit. And Patrick Jones, is he healthy? Yeah. Okay. He's playing. Pa- Patrick Jones will tally at least two sacks. Okay. Then yeah. Now you single digits. Surefire. Three turnovers and at least two Patrick Jones sacks. We good? Yeah, we're good there. That's good. If you can't dominate Nathan Peterman, you should Ed Donatel should not even get on the team playing back to well, Minneapolis for this playoff game. We've said that like four times, and the, the, it's all true. Nathan yes. Peterman! I know! They're playing Nathan Peterman! Peterman! The worst part is, <laughs> Fields was probably like, Coach, I'm good to go. No, I'm good to go. Well, you're not now, because no. here's a tire iron to the knee. <laughs> Galuli! I'm going to Galuli your ass! Well, it'll only be sore for a couple months. You'll yeah, be fine no, for no, beta training. Now you can't. Can, now can you play? Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> now can you? Why me? Oh my god! Why me? Okay, I think it's time for a game of Judd guesses the PFF grades. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? Football. Yes. Yes. It's been a couple of days. I'm going to at least look at the box score. Just to, okay. to refresh my wait, because no, so you can't do this. No, 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 no. There's so few guys that had. So you tell me I can't look at the box score. This is like three days after the game. Well, use your memory. All right, all right. This fine, is fine. about I won't eye look. test versus okay. I won't look. analytics. Okay, and yeah. Film study. I'm not looking at the grades. Okay. So uh, and we will get to. We did a full deep dive into the the current state of the Vikings offensive line on Mackie and Judd. Cheap plug today. We'll talk a little bit about that. Basically, Brian O'Neill. Injured reserve, not good. Backup center, Austin Schlotman, injured reserve with a fractured leg, not good. And they signed uh, Greg Mance, who was a really good starting center for a year, six years ago, with the Houston Texans, but hasn't played a whole lot. He played a game for Buffalo this year. So we'll we'll get to some of that. But uh, we're looking for the three best players offensively and defensively in that game against the Packers. Oh, my God. Uh, at least 20 snaps to qualify for this game. And I get three guesses on each side of the ball, right? Good luck. Yeah, exactly. K.J. Osborne. Wow. Okay. He was the best player offensively for the Vikings in that game. Um, Who else offensively even did anything? It's got There's got to be a lineman here because I don't think any other skill position did any anything. And and um, just to be clear, Jalen Naylor did not have enough snaps, correct? He did not. He had nine snaps. He was the number one graded player if you okay, take away the snap count threshold. Okay. Um, all right. Nick Christian, Mullins was number two, by the way. Yeah. Christian Derrissaw. Christian Derrissaw. Christian Derrissaw. He was fifth. 
Oh wow, he didn't think he didn't finish as badly as I did. Um Ezra Cleveland. I am just bottom of the barrel here. Cleveland was seventh. One more guess. Two more yep. on the board. Yep, yep, yep. Uh no. I mean, obviously TJ Hawkinson had a really rough day, so he ain't gonna be he's not gonna grade out well with all the drops. Um Alexander Madison. <laughs> wow. Let's go. That's he cool. was the third highest graded player. Right, and but that one come from yeah, that was great. What a, well, what a great <laughs> recollection. I've been on the what? I've been on the I've been on the train of he should play more. Dalvin He's gonna I don't be a free agent and he will be gone. No, he will be he but I actually would have played him more. I, I would have split carries way more. I, I like he, he still has a burst that Cook doesn't consistently have now. Cook has a burst at times, but not consistently. Is there right. any chance whatsoever that they could agree to some sort of reasonable contract with Madison? Because they, they're still on the hook for Dalvin money. Is there any path to Madison? I don't think so. He's going to, I mean, unless nobody will pay him. Because this is his one chance. I, he wasn't a first-round pick. This is his chance once in a life to get life-changing yeah. money of some kind, right? Yeah. Probably not going to be with the Vikings, unfortunately. And I, just to be uh, to, to go back to what Matt was saying, I hate the idea of Bradbury being extended like that. I hate oh, that I, four years. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay, so we got one more left. Um, boy, this is going to be difficult. Um, I don't even know where to start. Can I, can I, uh, you tell me if I can do this, Declan. Mm -hmm. I guarantee Judd does not get this correct. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Can I... Can this be a, a point and write that down or no? Oh, no. 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 Okay. 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 There's a lot of manipulation and write that down. Yeah, I don't, like what I've, I don't like what I'm seeing here this right is, now. Okay, this guy. Gone, this room's gone to a okay, really... Okay, Charlie, Charlie check down after getting yeah. a completion percentage lead. Wow, you just come in and just rip people. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is going to be a surprise. It's going to be a shocker. It's going to be something we didn't see coming. Um... Okay, if you're gonna say if you're gonna guarantee I don't get it, it's gotta be either someone we think sucks or or a guy that doesn't play much but had to in this game. Ed Ingram. It's a really good guess. He was the th the second worst graded player. Okay. Third if you count guys that were Well, you said I wouldn't get it, so I TJ Hawkinson. Oh, my God. Okay. He, that... he did catch some passes. I think what's happening here is because he showed up on a couple plays that were, you know, there was a tipped interception. There was a play at the goal line that was almost an interception. Then there was the, the drop. I think they're saying those weren't really his fault. That the, 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 the drop was an overthrown pass by Cousins and that the other ones were like, you know, he was just covered. So they didn't ding him too much okay. for this game. Whatever. Kirk Cousins, by the way, was uh, like sixth here. The three worst players were Ed Ingram, 20 snaps or more. Thielen, Ingram, and Chris Reed was the lowest graded player. And uh, Johnny Munt was the second lowest with only 18 snaps. So, I think okay. Munt, Munt time's just about done. I loved him. He, he, he helped teach on. some guys the scheme, basically, right? And he did some good things. It feels like early in the season. All right, All right, give us now 20 snaps or more, the three best defensive players in a game in which the Vikings got smoked. 
Harrison Smith. He's number one. They got him off the field for the one the the touchdown. The first touchdown that uh, Rodgers threw was Metellus, so that's why mm-hmm. I figured he probably graded up because he avoided that play completely. Um, Duke Shelley, the Duke. He's number three. I feel he's like he's legitimately a, been a really he's good. Been really player. good. Well. And give them credit too, man. Six round pick by the Bears off the street, basically. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a find at a position where that's not an easy thing to find guys to play that position. Mm-hmm. Um, he de- he de- definitely feels like he's exceeded Dantzler in what he's done this season, yeah. which is a surprise. On the season, uh, while well, you think about the the third one here, so yeah. the Vikings. Let me let me pull this up here quick. Uh, in terms of their 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 whole team for the whole season, defensive players, Duke Shelley among guys that have played at least 300 snaps, is the fourth-highest-graded player, according to PFF. Daniel Hunter, Zadarius Smith, Pat P., and Duke Shelley. Okay. So, so I'm giving this a lot of thought. The run game, the Packers' run game, Aaron Jones was really good. So I feel like the defensive line didn't have a great game. I feel like the, I, I feel like especially the interior of the line was susceptible. So the A-gap was used quite a bit for um, interior Football. success. So I feel like I need to go outside of the Dalvin Tomlinsons and Harrison Phillips. Um, do I want to go linebacker? Or Can do I want to he go... do it? Can he do it? Okay. Can he run the table without any incorrect guesses? Well, it's a, this is a long shot. Brian Asamoa. Brian Asamoa is incorrect. He was... He was one of like the seven highest graded players. He played twenty six snaps in this game, and he was uh, he was pretty good. He was pretty pretty good. He's starting next season on opening day. Yep, absolutely. Or night. Um. All right, I have two incorrect guesses left. Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. Incorrect. Mid-pack. Mid-pack. Okay. One one guess left. All right, this guy took a step back as far as the statistical output, but he wasn't... He's, I don't think he gets blamed for the interior lack of success completely, and he's played well of late. Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter had one of ah. the best games of the year. Yeah. Did you guys see the screen grab? Of where he is lined up in coverage against Christian Watson. And Zadarius was lined up in coverage on the other side. How does that happen? How does that happen? I mean, it's the scary thing is it's part of this it's part of what they're doing. Yeah. And he was only lined up in coverage twice during the game, according to uh to this, but the three so by the way, Harrison Phillips was the second highest graded player for the Vikings really? in this game. Yeah. Interior. Okay. Dalvin Tomlinson was fourth. So your sense is right. One of the worst graded players in run coverage was Kyrie's Tonga, who missed a bunch of tackles in this game up the, in the in the gap that you're talking about. So you, your spidey sense was right, but the the blame was was Tonga on those plays more than the other guys. The three worst players, twenty snaps or more: Chandon Sullivan, Zadarius Smith, and Daniil Hunter, mm. and then Eric Kendricks and Patrick Jones also had bad games per PFF. So so there you have it. Um, 
We mentioned it. If you want the deeper dive, check out Mackie and Judd. But real quick here, the offensive line going forward for this Bears game and for sure for the Giants game, and I think for sure for if you were to advance, right, will not include Brian O'Neill. Correct. Will not include backup center Austin Schlotman. May or may not include Garrett Bradbury, who's now a month and change into this back problem. Do get into a car accident after having a back problem. Yeah. So they signed a they signed a veteran center off the street in uh, Greg Mance, who was the starting center and actually was was very good according to PFF in 2016 as their starting center. But that was six years ago. He has not played a whole lot since then. So your options at center now are an injured Garrett Bradbury, Chris Reed, who was a train wreck in his first ever game at center, just oh, like snap count. Yeah. Now you have a yeah. week to figure out snap counts and stuff, and he'll be taking the reps, but, yeah, it's not good. By the way, Ian Rapport, as we're recording this, just tweeted out that Brian O'Neill uh, suffered a partially torn Achilles last yeah. week. So it's Achilles injury. He's obviously out for 2022 and the playoffs and is on the road to recovery. What does partially torn Achilles mean versus not a full torn, torn Achilles? I guess. I've never. I. Yeah, you know, I'm guessing he ain't playing at the start of 2023 either. Then. Big guy with an Achilles tendon, you <sighs> oh, gotta, geez. you gotta hold. But I told you that that was the concern. Like they kept saying, calf and pe- people who know a lot more than I do about it said, calf is code for Achilles problems. Yeah. No, you were you nailed it, man. Yeah the the first update you get during the game to the press box and to the sideline yeah. reporter is very rarely what it's not the full uh, the full batch of information. Well, that that's uh, that's a, that's news. so he's out for the year, and now his dude. Anytime I don't want to like sound alarm bells too badly here, but go ahead. Phil Lodeholt had a really good career until was it Achilles kind of derailed him in his prime? Yeah, it was something so, like that. Well, because yeah, the, these guys are big. Like that's yeah. not a that's that's not that's not a like a small thing there. Just classic Vikings luck there, right? Well, you know Just, what the other of thing cor- too of is? course Brian O'Neill tears his freaking Achilles. Phil, I I told uh, Chip Scoggins this as well. The other frustrating thing, and look, none of us saw this being the uh, result, but it's fourth and two, right? And, like, how long have we talked about, you know, do you always need to pass on, like, fourth and short? Why don't you try and get the first down? And this is outside of the box completely. But you throw the pass. It gets tipped and picked. And Brian O'Neill is trying to chug down the field. And I'm sure his leg just went. Achilles just went. And it's like if you if you had just given the ball to Dalvin, even if you don't get it, you don't give up the pick six. And more importantly – that's a hell of a play for O'Neal to get hurt on. Yeah, I'm not going to blame, but, but it could have happened on a screen or something. It could have happened on a zone run where you're, I know, you're getting I'm out just, in space. I'm just saying it's very unfortunate that uh, this is the end result because he is a really good player. Yeah, and you just hope that it doesn't have a long-term impact for him, unfortunately. But So now now the state of their offensive line, Ole Udo is your starting right tackle moving forward, probably yeah. even into the start of next year if this is an Achilles thing like it is. Yep. And uh, and your center situation's up. I mean, really, Ed Ingram has to take a step forward here now. Starting at center and going to the right side, your, your line now is a complete flux. Yep. So, Kirk Cousins, good luck. Kevin O'Connell going to have to find some creative ways to, to scheme and get the ball to Justin Jefferson, but it's going to be tough. And this is it. Like, so, some of 
going deep in the playoffs and making a run. It's about depth. It's a, guys are going to get hurt. You can't just well. What are we supposed to do? Our starting right tackle got hurt. Well, it's football. Yep. How many teams? How many teams truly make it through without major injuries of some kind? The Packers, and, right? I, the the Packers line was a mess for like two or three years. Yep. Going into playoffs, Bakhtiari got hurt all the time. Yep. So, well, you know, uh, Declan kind of uh, brought this up during his predictions. You might want to fade some of these Bears and Vikings players on prize picks. The easy way to play daily fantasy, you pick between two and five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to ten times on any entry. Maybe the over on Nathan Peterman interceptions or the under on Nathan Peterman yards. Prize picks offers every major sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, college sports, soccer, mixed martial arts, you name it. You can run mixed sports entries, take the uh, the under on Nathan Peterman and the over on Anthony Edwards assists and rebounds. Use the promo code NORTH and prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. And you can help us out when you tell them that we sent you. Prize picks app and prizepicks.com. And thanks to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company for helping keep the lights on here on this daily Vikings show. Uh, they've been helping us for a long time, and they've been helping business owners since 1904. It's like having a great, reliable offensive line for your business with depth, face-to-face relationships. They measure their success by the success of your business. It's a great navigating, guiding hand for you as a business owner. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys. Well, uh, no one said it was going to be easy if you're a Vikings fan, and now you're dealing with offensive line turmoil and injuries again, another ass-whooping to put in the rearview mirror. But uh, we'll be there for you throughout the week and throughout the playoffs. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. See you guys. All right, hey, everyone. Before we say goodbye on this podcast episode, we'd like to shine a light on a project that could be very beneficial for sports fans around the state of Minnesota. Uh, Maybe those of you who are looking for more convenient ways to travel up and down 35W all the way up from Duluth and uh, all the way down to Minneapolis and the airport. The Northern Lights Express is a proposed passenger train between the Twin Cities and Duluth. Four round trips every day with stops in Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, and Superior, Wisconsin. And um, Amtrak Vice President Joe McHugh in 2019 said the Northern Lights Express is one of the most shovel-ready projects in the nation just need the next step of securing a funding commitment from the Minnesota legislature. And so joining me now to discuss the project and the benefits are Andrew Johnson from the Minneapolis City Council and Jim Payne, the mayor of Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, Let's start with you, Andrew. Um, Can you speak just the benefits uh, to to maybe sports fans or people in and around the Minneapolis metro area if we can get this thing going? Absolutely, Phil. Well, the last time we had a snowstorm like the one that's happening right now just behind me also happened to be a Vikings game over at U.S. Bank. And I was out on the roads that day and saw literally miles of fans trying to get into the stadium, backed up, uh, stuck in this icy condition, bad weather. And it's on days like today, Back here, you know, it's also on days like that that you really can appreciate the value of a train. Just being able to go, show up at the game, enjoy yourself, have a couple extra drinks, and get back home safely, whatever the weather may be. But uh, for all Minnesotans and uh, for Wisconsinites as well, who are going to be connected with here with this train, more than uh a 700,000 passengers uh, in the first year just starting 
on day one with this project, we'll be able to get around the state a lot more comfortably, a lot more easily, uh, and a lot more certainty uh, with their travel plans. Yeah. And Mayor Payne, from your perspective, as we sort of travel up uh, a couple hours up north, what makes this project so important from your perspective? Well, the fact is we're sports fans, too, here in Sapporo, Wisconsin, and uh, we live in a pretty unique community when it comes to our fan loyalties. Uh, I am very loyal to the state of Wisconsin, but Green Bay and Milwaukee are a very long way away, and Minneapolis and St. Paul are not. But uh, as the counselor pointed out, uh, it's tough to get there. One of the most dangerous things in Minnesota, bar none, is still uh, Highway 35. It's dangerous to drive all four seasons of the year, and in the winter, he's right, blizzards become more dangerous than hurricanes and tornadoes combined. Vikings play in the winter. Uh, but you know what? It's fun to go see the twins too. And, uh, even if we don't want to have a couple extra drinks, let's be real. We're from Wisconsin. That's likely to happen. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it's just a hassle to have to figure out parking to, to spend the gas money, uh, uh, to dedicate those extra couple hours where you're just in the car dealing with the stress of traffic. Uh, you need more planning. Uh, it's just fun to go down there, not worry about it and celebrate the game. The whole time what this project offers is something like a two-hour tailgate yeah i would also think too like college students either com- you know commuting holidays whatever it is from duluth minneapolis see family makes it more convenient uh in the last minute here i'll start with andrew maybe both of you can answer questions about so it's it's considered a shovel ready project need the funding can you speak to cost funding and also timeline once the shovels potentially do hit the ground Absolutely. Well, our most recent updates on uh, the cost is about $85 million from the state of Minnesota. Now, that will go up a little bit with the inflation that we've seen across every project, so we're getting updated numbers. But the important thing to note on that is that we have a four-to-one match with the federal government. So the funds are available, ready for us to just get as a state, and we can get uh, four times that from the feds. So that's about $425 million. And uh, this is that money is going for upgrading railroad crossings across the whole corridor. So you're going to see benefits not just for riders of the train. And we really call it shovel ready because you don't really need to lay down a uh, new track. We have track all along the route that can be used today as well. So this isn't. Uh, like what you're seeing with Southwest Light Rail or some of these other projects where it seems like the timeline keeps getting stretched out. This is a pretty quick uh, start to finish project once the funding's in place. Yeah, Andrew's right. There there really aren't any shovels that necessary. It's every part of this project already exists. The, the cars exist, the track exists, Amtrak exists and is ready to operate this. It's a matter of committing to the funding for this year and the years to come. Uh, these sitting governors of Minnesota and Wisconsin will be seeing the Packer Viking game together on this train. Yes. Um, and I should mention for the audience too, you can find your local Congress member, legislator. Uh, if you want to send a message, northernlightsexpress.org, northernlightsexpress.org. Uh, any, any final words to, uh, to the Minnesota sports fans, that I guess the, the Midwest sports fans listening to this or watching this right now? We'll see you in the playoffs. Oh, Skull Vikes. Can't wait. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you both for coming on. And again, uh, the website is northernlightsexpress.org if you're interested in more information.